0: Welcome to the show, everyone. It is your host, Brandon Hagel, and today we are back with episode three, season three of the MFFL podcast. And today we do not have any special guests for you, but we will be going over the most recent draft that we just had about three weeks ago. Um, and with training camp going on right now for about two weeks, we can really have start evaluating some of those picks. Preseason starts tonight, uh, Giants. Patriots kick off at 7, and then Ravens-Titans, I believe, it's 7.30. Um, So looking forward to that. I'm sure everyone else around the league is as well. Um, I mean, I always get pumped up for preseason, even though most of the time the starters don't play, and if they do, it's hardly at all. But I will say I think um, this week definitely we'll probably see some starters playing for most teams. Um, I know the Jaguars are starting, they play tomorrow, but they're having some starters out there for a couple series. And, uh, Deshaun Watson, I mean, suspended for six games. They may make it even longer. Uh, he's going to be getting the start tomorrow. Um, so yeah, uh, today, like I said, we're going to be going over the draft, um, and probably going over just team outlooks. Now that, uh, we have full rosters. Um, Contracts are due September 1st, I believe, so everyone's going to have to get them in by then, but let's jump right into it. So, we knew going into the draft that TV Remote was the star of the show. Um, Six picks in the top 14, so let's see uh, what he did with these picks. And also, too, uh, I forgot to mention, we will be going over like trades that happened um, during the draft, too, so... Yeah, let's jump right into it. So we got TV Remote at uh, 101. He picked Christian McCaffrey, uh, Moosin, 102, picked Derrick Henry, TV Remote, uh, Stephon Diggs, and then after that, he picked Tyree Hill. Landsharks, yeah, so this was, um, I think, the first trade of the draft. So let me pull it up here to make sure uh, I have it correct. But Landsharks gave, this was right before the draft, so uh, they were at Playboy's house there uh, swimming outside, and you knew Landsharks. He really wanted a first-round pick. I mean, he kind of could foreshadow that TV Remote would win this draft, and personally he thought his team wouldn't be able to beat his, so... We kind of see Landsharks going into a uh, rebuild mode here. So, let's see what he did. So, Moosen gave up pick 105, and Adam, a.k.a. Landsharks, gave up Debo Samuel. So, that was the first trade. Um, and at pick five, Landsharks picked Brees Hall. Love that pick there, especially for a rebuild. Uh, at six, Strike Chris Olave. And we had our second trade here. We had um, Red Roses and Money Longer. This trade was brewing for a while. Um, Probably early June, late May. Money Longer. Really big fan of C.D. Lamb. As myself as Red Roses owner here. Um, Love C.D. Hate to see him go. But I think this was an offer we couldn't pass up on. Uh, So it ended up being C.D. Lamb and my first for Travis Etienne, Rashad Bateman, and his first. So I moved up three picks, end up taking Mark Andrews at seven, which uh, Bandits owner Connor said all along, don't let Red Roses get Mark Andrews. He needs a tight end, and like his team will be set then. And I traded up, got Andrews, got who I wanted. I could have gotten him at 10, um, but is what it is. We traded up for him, we got him. Uh pick 8, chosen ones with Drake London, 9 C-Strike, um James Cook, 10 was money longer after that trade, pick Traylon Burks. Um so uh not too much sticks out for me here. I'd say C-Strike, Chris Olave at 6. That was a bit of a reach on him, I'd say. Uh Especially with Drake London there. I think London's the the best um, talent like receiver in this class, I should say. Um, but yeah, Olave kind of reached on him. And then James Cook as well at nine reached on him. And we know C-Strike likes reaching on players. We saw it with Mark Ingram two years ago at pick six. Um, but yeah, I mean, TV remote going in pure win now mode with McCaffrey, Diggs, and Hill, um, so his team's looking dangerous, Moosen with Derrick Henry, and then he got Debo through that trade, so it's good for him, Lance Rocks, like I said, with that Brees Hall pick, I like it, chosen ones was Drake London, I like that pick, um, although he does kind of need running backs, I mean, I don't think, the only guy he really could have picked, I guess, was Ken Walker, or, uh, James Cook. But went with London, went with the talent. Uh, Don't blame him there. And Traylon Burks, I think he will be good. I mean, there's some concerns about him not running the right routes here in camp that I've heard. Um, And also, I know back in uh, mini camps, OTAs, uh, he had some conditioning problems. So, see what happens. But I, I like that pick. So, moving on, round two, we had... TV remote picking Ken Walker which so this was the other trade. This was a pretty big one honestly. Um we had Lance Sharks again um gave up Aaron Jones and TV remote gave up a, a second, that 201 um I believe a fourth round pick which turned out to be Chase Edmonds and a second next year. So at the end of the day, Landsharks got Kenneth Walker, Chase Edmonds and a second next year for Aaron Jones. So, pretty good trade there by uh, both teams. Um, so yeah, that was that. That was one of the bigger trades of the draft as well. Uh, Moosin then picked Garrett Wilson. TV remote picked Russell Wilson, and then picked Cordell Patterson, which that pick was a little questionable. Um, but hey, whatever floats his boat there. Uh, Playboys with Sky Moore, C-Strike with Elijah Mitchell, House of Fire, George Pickens, Jamison Williams to the Chosen Ones, Sharks took Allen Robinson, and then Red Roses took Christian Watson. So here, like I said, TV remote, I, that pick was questionable there with Patterson. could have drafted a rookie. could have drafted Elijah Mitchell too. Um, that was a little dicey. I like that Mitchell pick there at 16 for C-Strike. Um see if he can stay healthy, but he did show a lot of, uh, talent last year. And also Jameson Williams, I believe ended up, that was a trade as well. Let me pull it up here. Um, I believe the land sharks ended up getting him. Yeah. So the land sharks traded Mike Evans and Gus Edwards for Desmond Ritter, Rondale Moore and Jameson Williams. So, As you can see, he's really going into rebuild mode. Um, And also, one that I want to point out here before we move on to round three was House of Fire pick George Pickens. Um, He was kind of a question mark. Tore his ACL junior year. um, (coughs) Came back late in the season. Didn't really do much, but did... Break out at a young age at 18, his freshman true freshman year there at Georgia. Um, I mean, he's been killing it in camp. From what I've heard, he's been killing it. Um, And I remember House of Fire stepped up and said, well, I guess I'll take him. I'll take the chance. But so far, so good. Pickens looks like he's killing it. We'll see how he does in um, preseason and then if he can continue his success into the regular season. But really like that pick. I personally want George Pickens myself. House of Fire, if you're hearing this, I want him. Uh, I'm sure, i sure you don't want to trade him, though, but that's fine. And also, too, um, Christian Watson. He, uh, The Red Roses drafted him. He's been on Pup list, so he hasn't really done much. Um, but, yeah, now moving on, round three. We got Money Longer taking TJ Hawkinson, Moosen with Jahan Dotson, Money Longer, Keenan Allen, TV remote, Rashad White. Um, uh, Zach Ertz to the Playboys, Dalton Schultz to Sea Strike, John Mechie to Money Longer, Alec Pierce to the Chosen Ones, Kareem Hunt to the Land Sharks, and Damian Pierce to the TVs. So, Jahan Dotson, really like that pick. I, I like him a lot. I mean, he's been doing very well in camp as well. Rashad White, I was huge on him. Um, I like that pick. Zach Ertz, that was a little questionable there from Playboys. Um, Pick Zach Ertz before Dalton Schultz. Didn't really understand that one. And then Money Longer, the day we have all found out John Mechie had leukemia, which hopefully he will be able to uh, beat that and be back on the field as soon as possible. But the day we got that news, Money Longer must have not have seen it. He drafted him third round, and... We were all kind of, like, roasting him for flaming him a bit. And he's like, well, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. But you could see his face was all red. Um, so I think he was a little embarrassed, kind of like how C-Strike was three, four years ago when he drafted Anquan Bolden after he retired. Um, also, the Chosen Ones got their boy, Alec Pierce. Um, wanted, he wanted him very bad, and he got him. Uh, Kareem Hunt liked that pick there, Land Sharks. And Damian Pierce to TV. I like that pick as well. He's been doing pretty well in camp from what I've heard. Um, Round four, this will be the last round we go over, and then I'll try to pick out some uh, sleeper picks here in the rest of the rounds. But uh, we had Money Longer with Tom Brady. Uh, Moosen, which this was a trade. So Moosen initially had pick 402, ended up trading with the Red Roses. Um, Red Roses gave up a fourth and a fifth. A fourth next year, a fifth in 2024, and Terrace Marshall for Isaiah Spiller. Really just – I I like Isaiah Spiller, and I just – I mean, I gave up a, a lot to get him, but I think he's going to have a pretty good year. And also the last trade we had during the draft, it was actually after the draft. Land Sharks gave up DeAndre Hopkins for Amon Ross, St. Brown, a third next year and a ninth next year. So those were the trades um, on draft day that happened, but let's continue – We got House of Fire with uh, Brian Robinson, Chase Edmonds, which ended up going to uh, the Landsharks there, Dawson Knox. So Playboys went with two tight ends, figuring one of them's got to be good. Um, Sea Strike with Nicole Hardman, House of Fire, Jalen Tolbert, Chosen Ones, Christian Kirk, Landsharks, Gus Edwards, which ended up going to uh, the Chosen Ones, I believe. And then Marlon Mack to TV remote. So House of Fire, I like that pick. Jalen Tolbert. Um, Chase Edmonds, I like that pick as well. And Isaiah Spiller, I like that pick by myself. Um, but yeah, so that wraps up that little four round. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I will pick out some, some other uh, picks throughout the draft that I thought were pretty sleeper. So we had... Money Longer with Wandale Robinson in the fifth, and David Bell to the Playboys uh, in the fifth. I like both of those picks. Um, I know Bandits very big on Zamir White after that uh, preseason game last Thursday. He looked good. Um, Velas Jones for the Red Roses, 25 year old rookie. But, I mean, he's been doing very well in camp. And, I mean, think about it. The Bears do not really have any receivers outside of Darnell Mooney. So, Jones could – like, he very well could be that uh, wide receiver too and have a decent rookie year. Um, other than that, I mean, Trey McBride, eighth round. I like that pick. I think down the road he could be good. Oh, House of Fire, Romeo Dubs, eighth round. I really like that pick. Dubs has been killing it in camp because – taking uh, advantage of his his opportunity with Watson out right now, and Dubs probably will be starting week one, which, I mean, if he turns into something there in Green Bay because they don't have too many weapons, that could be a really good pick by House of Fire in the long run. Um, uh, Matt Corral, 10th round. Taekwon Thornton, 10th round. I mean, he's a speed... Speedster, he could end up doing something. Um, chosen ones pick Chris Carson, and then he retired. <laughs> um, yeah, going through, I'm not really seeing anything else that really sticks out, any like late round steals. like We had uh, Mark Andrews in the 18th round that one year. I'm not seeing any. Calvin Alston in the 15th, uh, he could end up Potentially, if there's some injuries, doing something down the road. I will say, this pick I think could be the steal of the draft. This may be, the, Mark Andrews. Um, Red Roses took Kyle Phillips seventeenth round, and he's been working with the ones in camp. He's a route technician. I'm telling you, he's he's identical to Hunter Renfro and. In Tennessee, I mean if Burks, who knows what's up with him, if he doesn't like pan out or bust or whatever, and Robert Woods coming off an ACL, Phillips could be that security blanket for Ryan Tannehill this year, and that would be a very good value pick um there. Great route runner and great hands. He's been killing it. Also, Isaiah Pacheco, a lot of hype around him in Camp Moose and snagged him up in the seventeenth round. I mean, based off what I've heard, he's been getting some first team reps. And uh, second-team reps, I mean, I think he went to Rutgers. Didn't do too well there, but I guess he, the Chiefs really like him. He's good pass protection, can catch, good runner. So we'll see if those two guys, Phillips and Pacheco, can uh, amount to anything. But other than that, oh, also James Prochet, money longer. Nice pick there, 19th round. Um Probably the wide receiver three on Baltimore. Very well could be uh, the two behind Bateman if he outperforms DuVernay there. Um, but, yeah, that's a nice pick as well. So I guess we had a couple couple potential picks that could uh, pan out. Also, Cedric Wilson, second-to-last pick. I mean, he's the wide receiver three for the Dolphins. I think that could come in handy for the Landsharks. But um, now that we're done going over that – we'll jump into the um the next segment here. So uh yeah, we're going to be talking about not we're not going to go over schedule. We're just going to go over uh rosters after the draft and who we think um will be the contenders this year and the other teams who will just be the pretenders. Let's jump right into it here. So we'll start with the Bandits. um, And also, too, since contracts aren't in, a lot of people have well over 25 players. But we'll just go over some of their top guys for each team. So Bandits, uh, word on the streets. They want to trade Ryan Tannehill and Baker Mayfield. They're going to roll with Stafford. But Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara... um, I've I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about Barkley. I mean, had a fluke injury last year. I think he could uh, be very good this year. Alvin Kamara, who knows what's going to happen, if he ends up getting suspended or not. Um, Naheem Hines had some hype around him there early. But, yeah, other than that, it doesn't have too much uh, running back depth. Receivers, on the other hand, I will say – probably the most deep receiving uh, core in this entire league. Um, Amari Cooper, T Higgins, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, Michael Thomas, and then Paris Campbell too. I mean, he's, I believe, the wide receiver too there in Indianapolis. But, yeah, I mean, if I were the Bandits, I'd trade away one of those guys and get a running back because – You have two stud running backs if they stay healthy. Um, And if one of them goes down, I mean, you're looking at Naheem Hines as your running back three. So if I'm the Bandits, I'm trying to shop either Thomas, Pittman. I'd probably keep Pittman, T. Higgins, DJ Moore. I'd either try to get rid of Cooper or Mike Thomas. Um, Oh, I'd also... And McClure and I'd potentially be willing to trade as well. So he's got six, I believe, six good receivers there. Um, but, yeah, I'd trade one of them. And then he's got Travis Kelsey, um, Brandon McManus. Yeah, I'm not going over all that. But as you can see, I mean, he's got very good receivers. So I think he could be a team that competes this year in the North for sure. Um, moving on, we got the Sharks. obviously, like I said. Solomon – go into rebuild mode. I mean, they've got Lamar. um, They have Chase Edmonds, uh, Brees Hall, Kareem Hunt, Daryl Henderson, Melvin Gordon, Kenneth Walker, Daryl Williams. So, I mean, they got two good young guys. Brees Hall, arguably one of the best running back prospects ever, I believe. Uh, I saw on Twitter, he was one of six players Two have a ninety-nine graded uh next gen stats. Um the other five were Travis Etienne, um, I believe Saquon. I, I I'm drawing a blank, but just know he's a very good prospect, one of the most athletic running backs that we've seen come out of college, very fast, physical, elusive, can catch as well. So that's good for the Land Sharks. Kenneth Walker on the other hand, I mean, didn't really show too much receiving capabilities there at Michigan State, but he's a great runner, very fast, and again, strong, elusive. So, he's got two good young running backs there. Um receivers, he's got uh Amon Ra, Jameson Williams, Juju Allen Robinson, Rondell Moore. So his receivers, I mean, he's got some young guys, obviously. Amon, and Jameson. I don't know why he wants both of them on the same team. I would not want that. But Allen Robinson, I think, is going to have a good year. Rondell Moore, apparently, is going to be getting used a lot more all around the field. And Juju, I think, will have a good year as well. Um, tight end, he's got Evan Ingram and Mo Cox. So a little dicey there for him. But... Evan Ingram on a new team. We'll see if that can shake things up. And then Taxi didn't change. He's got Elijah Moore, Kenny Gainwell, and the other guys, Devin Duvernay. I mean, I guess he's worth noting. Albert Banam could be a sleeper tight end this year. But, I mean, all in all, I don't think this team's going to be a playoff team in the North this year. So I think we can count the Landsharks out of the playoffs this year. Moving on, we got Money Longer. Which you saw him last year, I believe, one win, two wins, ate the wings. He was the worst team in the league by far. Um, But this draft, he did kind of... It was weird. So we knew he wanted... Like, he was stacking picks. Like, he was trying to... Next year, he's got two firsts. Like, he's been in this rebuild mode now uh, for a little over a year. But in this draft, you saw some guys fall to him that could make his team compete now. So... He's got Tom Brady and Kirk Cousins. And then he's got Antonio Gibson, Miles Sanders. He has five five running backs. Um, I mean, I guess he does have Javante Williams too, but he's got five running backs on his active roster, and one of them's a free agent. James White just retired. So he literally he has three running backs on his active roster. Rex Burkhead, Miles Sanders, and Antonio Gibson. So he's gotta figure something out there. But Receivers, he's got Ayuk, who's been killing – he probably has the most hype around the NFL right now in training camp. Brandon Ayuk, him or George Pickens, I'd say one, two. Ayuke has been killing camp. With Trey Lance, I think Ayuk's in for a big year. Keenan Allen, he's got as well. I mean, he's Mr. Consistent. He's got Tyler Boyd, Traylon Burks, Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Mechie, um, Prochet, Wandale Robinson. So I will say his receivers – he went from, like, needing receivers to, like, not needing them at all. Iyuk's going to be a stud. Allen's Mr. Consistent. treylon CD CD's going to be a stud. He may be top five this year. Jerry Judy's going to be better with Russ. Wandale Robinson. Like, I'm telling you, this kid's team really – that draft really kind of flipped this kid's team around. Once he figures out running backs, I mean, like I said with um, – The Bandits, I'd be potentially willing to try to flip like one of these young guys potentially as the season. I mean, you know, also too, Antonio Gibson, he gets banged up. Now he usually plays for him. And Sanders, he gets banged up as well. So he's going to want running back depth. What I would do, I mean, he's got CeeDee, Judy, Keenan Allen, Brandon Ayuk. There's four receivers that I think all are in for – positive, like they're going to be way up compared to were, what they were last year. So what I'm saying, if I'm money longer, I'd be holding on to these guys and I'd trade maybe like a a Jerry Judy, a Keenan Allen at the beginning of the year when these other teams with not good receivers need receivers and I'd get a running back there money longer. Um, also got TJ Hawkinson. So I'm telling you, this guy's team, money longer, do not count him out. He could very well be that third seed in the South this year. Um, I mean, his starting lineup is going to be Brady, Gibson, Sanders, uh, probably Ayuk, Lamb, and Keenan, Hawkinson, Evan McPherson, and then IDPs, I'm not sure. He also, on his taxi, has Trey Lance, Javante Williams, and the other guys are kind of bums. But Lance is going to be a starting QB He's going to be very good this year. Williams, they're saying he's going to get a 70-30 split with Gordon. Him in favor of that. So look out for Money Longer. I'm telling you, look out. I wouldn't be surprised. He's probably going to pull Javante up this year. He's going to have Gibson, Sanders, Javante. Gibson and Javante start. I'm telling you, Money Longer, his team really benefited from this draft. I'm not counting him out. I'm big on Money Longer this year. Now, moving on, we got the chosen ones. Um, got Dak Prescott, Matt Ryan, um, Josh Ed or Josh Jacobs. Sorry, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Alexander Madison. So he's got some guys, obviously, that like Taylor, best running back in the league, um, number one fantasy player right now, but. Josh Jacobs, a lot of people are a little concerned about him this year. I mean, they got Kenyon Drake, they got Jameer White. But, and you saw, I mean, he he played very well. If you watch that Hall of Fame game in the, the series he's played, he did very well. But a lot of people are concerned because this is the last year of his contract. So that could either go one of two ways. One, he could get run into the ground like you saw with DeMarco Murray um, for the Cowboys before he went to the Eagles, two. They just like, I mean, why are they why are they playing him in preseason like four series? They didn't play Derek Carr, they didn't play Darren Waller, they didn't play Devonte Adams, they didn't play Hunter Renfro. They played none of their other starters on offense, but they played him. So that is not a good sign potentially, and I mean, if I'm the chosen ones, I'm I'm gonna be a little cautious there. But receivers. A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, Deontay Johnson, Drake London, D.K. Metcalf, Alec Pierce, Calvin Ridley, Robert Woods, wide receiver U. I mean, he's got a ton of good receivers. A.J. Brown, obviously, on the birds. We'll see what happens. Deontay Johnson, still very good. But Pickens um, could very well take some uh, of that workload. Mike Evans, uh, I think he's going to be in for a big year. I think he did just tweak his hamstring, so we'll see if he'll be ready by week one. I'm sure he will be. D.K. Metcalf. Again, I've been. This is the third team now out of four that I've said, if I'm them, I'm going to go trade a receiver for a running back just to get some depth. Because we know running backs get hurt every single year. Last year, you saw it with the Red Roses. I mean, Damian Harris went down, J.K. Dobbins went down, David Montgomery went down, and they were starting Tony Pollard and. Jamal Williams and I mean it was it was brutal. So if I'm the chosen ones, money longer and bandits, go trade a receiver. Trade a receiver for a running back. I know it's hard. Not many people want to give up their uh running backs, but I'd I'd at least try. Then he's got George Kittle. Um and then he's got Roquan Smith who wants to get traded. TJ Watt, Levante David, Taxi. He's got Joe Burrow. Um Mac Jones, Khalil Herbert, which apparently may split some more time this year with um, Dave Montgomery. And then he's also got Jalen Waddles. So, yeah, definitely if I'm him, I'd go trade for a running back. Uh, next, Red Roses. Kyler Murray, J.K. Dobbins, Travis Etienne, Damian Harris, Tony Pollard, Isaiah Spiller, Dave Montgomery. I mean, very good running backs. Um, Looking forward to Dobbins. Just got uh, activated off the pup list. Looking forward to him. Uh, Hopefully he's ready for week one. David Montgomery, I mean, huge fan of him here. Travis Etienne, looking forward to having him on my roster. I think he could very well be, I mean, even if James Robinson's healthy, I could see um, Etienne being a top 12 running back and, that's I mean if Robinson gets hurt and is like done for the year, ETN has top five upside with his receiving ability. Um so looking forward to him. Receivers got Devontae Adams, Rashad Bateman, Justin Jefferson, Vellis Jones, Cooper Cup, Darnell Mooney, Kyle Phillips, Christian Watson. So again, here we see it. Got a lot of good running or receivers here. Not as much um good running back depth, but I mean potentially go trade for a running back. I mean, I'm saying that to myself. So if you're out there with a running back that you're willing to trade, just let me know. I'll hit you up. Um, Got Mark Andrews, Noah Fant, Bobby Wagner, Devin White, Taxi. We got Trey Sermon, which apparently he's going to be featured back this Friday um, in preseason. Nico Collins, I think he's going to have a big year. Um, Brian Edwards, we'll see if a new team can kind of get him back in the right direction. Um, but, yeah, all in all, good team. I think he, as well as the chosen ones, forgot to say that, I think they will be competing for that top spot there um, and Moosen as well in the uh, south. So now, speaking of the devil, we got Mousen. Um Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Deshaun Watson, Malik Willis. Like He's got a, a bunch of good quarterbacks. I honestly would trade. I would trade one of them, try to get some picks, running backs, receivers, whatever. Can't have too much depth at running back and receiver. Um, Running back, got Dalvin Cook, uh, Leonard Fournette, Derek Henry, and then some rookies. Um, But yeah, I mean, three good running backs there. Cook, Fournette, Henry. I mean, that's dangerous. Um, Receivers, got DJ Chark, Brandon Cooks, Jahan Dotson. DeAndre Hopkins, Terrace Marshall, Debo Samuel, Garrett Wilson. So, he's got Debo and Brandon Cooks. They'll be starting for week one. DeAndre Hopkins suspended for uh, six weeks, eight weeks. I forget the number, but suspended. So, I mean, he's got some got some good young guys, though. I mean, Dotson, Garrett Wilson, like both of them, uh, also has... Uh Kadarius Toney, who on his taxi, who I'm a big fan of this year. I think he's gonna do very well. Uh tight end, he's got Mike Kosicki. and then he's got Foyasad Olukan, Blake Martinez. Um, yeah, so I think him, I think Moosin, Red Roses, and Chosen Ones are gonna be competing for that top spot in the South. Um, next we got Sea Strike, um, arguably the worst team in uh in in the south i i won't i mean i know a lot of people hate on c strike but when you look at his roster he's got guys that can potentially put up points for him so we'll start patrick mahomes cam akers james cook um elijah mitchell rashad penny james robinson so he's got good res- uh, running backs james cook obviously i expect on his taxi but Penny, I mean, you saw, I think he was the RB1 through weeks, uh, probably like 14, 13 to 18. Like, he was, he dominated at the end of the year. So, if he can keep that up and stay healthy, that's been his biggest thing, staying healthy. And, I mean, if he can stay healthy, I think that's going to be big for C-Strike, as well as Elijah Mitchell. Um, right now, I think C-Strike has James Robinson starting, and he has him, and Akers, I believe, is his... And Penny, I think. I think he's starting those three. But he's got Mitchell on his bench. So Akers also, too. I mean, came back from an Achilles. You saw he kind of was terrible last year. But I like him a lot. I think he's going to do very well this year. Bounce back. Have a big um, big year. So c strikes has got some good running backs. Now the receivers is where it's a little uh, – there's some questions. It's a little questionable, I should say. Uh, He's got Alan Lazard, who I know he's very high on. He thinks he's going to be a stud. Tyler Lockett, Chris Olave, um, Adam Thielen, K.J. Osborne, Mike Williams. So Lockett, obviously, has been very uh, good for him. Mike Williams, you saw, have a good year last year. Olave, like I said, probably an overpick, but in a good uh, spot down there in New Orleans with Jameis slinging the ball around. And Lazard... Probably going to be the wide receiver one this year for the Packers. So any McCole Hardman, I think he's actually got Hardman starting week one, which I don't know why. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. I think C-Strike probably, I mean, depending on what Money Longer does, if he pulls up Javante, I'd say he's, I'd say Money Longer's better if he pulls up Javante and it's close um, if he doesn't, but Ethan Seastrike has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven tight ends. He's got Gerald Everett, Rob Gronk, uh, Hunter Henn, Dalton Schultz, Ricky Seals-Jones, Irv Smith, Jelani Woods. So he's got a lot of uh, tight ends, don't know why, but Taxi's got Justin Fields, Chuba Hubbard, um, that's about it. Big on Brevin Jordan, he is as well. Heard that one at the gym the other day. But, yeah, so C-Strike probably going to be um, the last seed in the South or second to last. We'll see. Now we got House of Fire. Um, I mean, House of Fire, I mean, I liked his George Pickens pick. I liked his Jalen Tolbert pick. But he didn't really improve his team now. Um He's got Aaron Rodgers, uh, Derek Carr, Zeke, Mixon, Gabe Davis, Godwin, Pickens, Dubs, Hunter Renfro, Tolbert, <laughs> Quez Walken, like, so, if I do imagine, imagine, um, actually, I could probably pull it up here, what his starting lineup is for week one, but... So he's got Rodgers, Zeke, Mixon, Gabe Davis, Godwin, Darren Waller, Dallas Goddard. So he's going double tight end. Um, Yeah, I mean, he didn't really improve his roster, and other teams in the North did. So, I mean, a lot of people were high on Gabe Davis this year. I don't know if he's going to be all that. I guess we'll see. I mean, if he is, that's good because I don't think – House of Fire drafted him early rounds a few years ago, but honestly, I think House of Fire um probably I think the two teams I don't think make it in the north are House of Fire and Land Sharks. I think that's obvious. The south south could shake up a bit because if there's some injuries, I think Money Longer or Sea Strike could slip in there potentially. Um but House of Fire, I mean, solid team. See what he does this year. But I don't think he's going to make the playoffs. Next, playboys. Um, Josh Allen, Nick Chubb, James Conner, Austin Eckler, Devin Singletary, DeAndre Swift. Very good running backs. We know this. Um, Receivers, he's got Cortland Sutton, who probably will be better this year. Kenny Galladay, David Bell, Sky Moore. His receivers are dicey. I mean, I don't... He doesn't have a starting lineup yet submitted for week one. But if I had to take a guess, his receivers probably will be Cortland Sutton. And, I mean, I would. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know who he's going to start. Jacoby Myers, maybe. Marvin Jones. Will he start Sky Moore? I mean, he could very well not even put Sky on Taxi. I mean, I don't know. But, again, I'd trade one of those running backs for a receiver. So... Chosen ones, money longer, potentially money longer, and bandits. Trade playboys a receiver for a running back, and I'm sure you will do it. Even like he's not – I mean, he's got James Conner, Chubb, Eckler, Swift. Chubb, Eckler, Swift are going to be his starters. James Conner, he's not going to use. Devin Singletary, he's not going to use. So go out there and trade for one of those guys. I may even do it myself. But receivers, lackluster. Um, He's got – McBride, Ertz, Knox, Logan Thomas, nothing special. Um Taxi's got AJ Dillon, who I like, Devontae Smith, Micah Parsons, Michael Carter. So all in all, solid teams just need to to uh fix those receivers a bit. But if he can do that, I think he will be a playoff team. Even even if he can't, I think he'll be a playoff team potentially. Um I don't know. I mean, his running backs are gonna carry him, Josh Allen's gonna carry him, but that receiving core he's gotta kinda gotta fix. But last but not least, the team we've all been waiting for, TV remote, the winner of the draft. I mean, he's got Russell Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, so at least now he's got a good quarterback in Wilson. New offense there, new weapons around him. He's got Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Rashad White, Damian Pierce, Cordero Patterson. So he's got running backs now. He's starting Aaron Jones, McCaffrey, Najee. Those are going to be his three guys. Now we look at his receivers. He's got Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill. Like He's got three good – like Chase is a, a a top five receiver. Diggs is probably around five. And Hill, in my books, is probably like seven. So he's got three top ten receivers. He's got uh, three top ten running backs. I mean, this kid's team's loaded. And not to mention, he's got Kyle Pitts as well. Uh, The best tight end prospect ever. So, TV Remote's team is looking very scary. He's got Ramondre Stevenson. I I can imagine this team, I mean, now that we've moved to – Uh, A 14-game season, I can see this team going like 12-2, and which we've only ever seen the Red Roses do. Red Roses lost one game one year and two another year. I mean, this team is loaded from head to toe. Quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, he's got depth. He's got everything you need in a dynasty roster. And I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be very, very, very hard for teams to compete with um tv remote this year uh, uh the only team that i think truly has the best shot is myself i think i i can uh somewhat hang around with him and i the only reason i say that obviously his running backs are way better than mine but i think his his running backs are 10 times better than mine but i think my receivers are the only three, like those three receivers, Adams, Jefferson, and Cup are the only three receivers I think that can compete with Diggs, Hill, and um, Chase. I, I truthfully do. I That's the only reason why. Also, Kyler Murray, I think, will have a solid year this year. But after this year, I mean, next year, TV Remote doesn't have all those loaded picks. But he's got a lot of young guys. Like, this team is around to stay. I mean, if we look... Let me just look at his roster, so and like contracts and stuff. So he does have thirty two contracts used right now, um, and obviously I would assume like some of those new guys he's got, like McCaffrey, like he'll probably toss on a big deal. Wilson, some semi, semi big deal. Diggs, Hill, semi big deals. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with contracts, but. I mean, those the three receivers, those three, he's going to have for, I'd say, four-plus years, all three of them. Chase is on a five, and he'd be an idiot not to put Diggs and Hill on over four. Um, McCaffrey, I mean, what is he, 26 now? So a six-year deal, I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, obviously, he's probably one of the best fantasy running backs ever when he's healthy. Um, <coughs> but... I mean, we'll see what happens. This team is dangerous, and he's my early prediction to win the MFFL championship, Super Bowl as it's known. Um, but, yeah, he's my early uh, prediction for that. And it pains me to say it because, I mean, we saw him struggle the past couple of years. But he did an excellent job rebuilding, getting these draft picks. and. I honestly, I think we've said this before in a podcast. We'll never see trades like that happen again because teams like this. I mean, his team's going to be loaded for years. Aaron Jones, yes, he's only on a two-year deal. But all of his other guys, he's going to have a multi-year deals. He has a first next year. I mean, there's good running backs next year in the draft. He could very well pick one of them and put him on like a five, six-year deal and boom. This kid's team is set for years. This could be, I mean, with the Roses, two titles in four years. Could have been three. I mean, back in uh, 2020, they lost one game and then got screwed against the Chosen Ones in the semifinal and then would have beat Playboys. But let's forget about that. But that was like the first dynasty that we've seen so far. But I think TV remote very well could be that second that second dynasty and i mean i i don't really see anyone outside of like red roses and uh bandits potentially um competing with tv remote honestly i i do not at all now i mean every as the chosen ones always say the best team on paper never wins and he's 100 percent true last year I was not the best team. The year before, Playboys was not the best team. Like, it's just how it pans out. And if he has injuries, I mean, McCaffrey very well could get injured. I mean, he's been hurt, I think, the past two years. He could very well get injured. Aaron Jones has been known to sometimes get injured. Najee's going to have a slight decrease in workload. I mean, if McCaffrey goes down, I mean, then he can just put Tyreek in his flex. Yeah, I mean this kid's seems stacked. Uh I really I really don't think uh anyone's gonna compete with him. But um yeah, I mean thank you guys for tuning in. Uh probably have a podcast out before right before week one, uh to go over week one predictions and whatnot. I'll try to get a guest on for that. But yeah. Just know T V remote, I I don't think anyone's gonna compete with him. So uh thanks for tuning in. Um, We'll see you next time. Peace.